Everyone has times of uncertainty, feelings of confusion and disorientation brought on by our youth and lack of experiences. Sometimes that feeling of being adrift arises when we have to have a difficult conversation with our parents. Confrontation is scary, and it's even scarier when you have to do it with your family. It might come as a letter or a conversation about how they affected you and why you needed some distance and healing. Personally, I had to send a letter to my father confronting him about our relationship and explaining why I needed space. This wasn't an easy time for me because I had a lot to think about. Was this what I wanted? Would this make me happy? This wasn't something a child should have to go through, but this is how I was able to get through to him. At the time, I knew that I was losing my childhood. I was only a kid and I was explaining to my father why I needed space. This was a type of bittersweet maturity that I would find to grow and find peace in. I was living in Las Vegas. My dad was in Florida, a maintainable distance, but it felt like there was an ocean between us. Whenever I would go to see him, I felt like the shirt in the back of the closet wrinkled and unimportant. I didn't like the idea of leaving the comfort of my home for three months just to go somewhere where I felt isolated. I had always had a rocky relationship with his wife. She always found ways to make my blood boil always pushing just the right buttons. She was always disrespectful to me, and despite supposedly being my stepmother, she had said some awful things to me in the past, but for the sake of my father, I had stayed silent. I hit my breaking point when she told me that I looked nothing like my father and that I must be adopted. As hurtful as it was, what hurt the most was watching my father say nothing to defend his daughter. The only reason I continued to tolerate her was for him, and it was cool to watch him say nothing. While this one-sided conversation was happening, my father just sat there and laughed. It was at this point that I felt utterly disrespected and astonished that she would say such a thing and that he would find it humorous. This kind of trauma made me never want to visit them again. When I got home, I spent hours debating over whether or not to say anything. I knew that the relationship between me and my father was like a frail bridge. One wrong gust of wind and the whole thing would collapse. When I decided to send the letter, I went to my mom for advice. I had explained to her how I felt like I was at the very bottom of the list of things that my father cared about. She asked me how much I wanted to tell him and how I wanted to say it. I told her that I wanted to tell him everything because I felt that this was the only way to salvage what little relationship I had left with him. When I told her everything, it, fi- it felt finally freeing to tell someone, and I was hopeful that this letter would work. It was hard writing something that I had been repressing for so long. I let my emotions bottle up because I thought it was the right thing to do, and I thought it would make everyone happy if I pretended to be. So when I finally wrote down all these emotions I had silenced, it all hit me at once. A sudden influx of emotions almost made the letter write itself. Once it was written and on the page, I could physically feel how much weight had been lifted off my shoulders. At times, I thought the hardest part would be hitting send, but after I had written it and spent days debating my own emotions, that was the easier part. Not only the easiest, but the most liberating. I finally felt honest with myself and with him. After I sent the letter, the silence I received was like standing in an abandoned desert. I knew that in my letter I had asked for space, but this absence of a response left me conflicted. It could be that he was respecting my wishes and leaving me to myself, or he could simply be angry with me. Part of me knew that he had no right to be angry with me. I was the one hurting, but I couldn't stop my brain from spinning. That moment of liberation was fleeting at once. When I finally got a response from him, it was sudden. I received a notification on a Thursday afternoon that ping from my phone led to breaks in my stomach. I thought that getting a response stopped the constant spinning of thoughts I was having, but my nerves only multiplied. When I finally got the courage to open the letter, I couldn't believe the things I was reading. He was telling me how out of nowhere it was and that he couldn't believe the things that I was saying. 
Some part of me was saying to gently tell him where I was coming from, but after years of mistreatment, I couldn't be gentle. I painted him pictures of how I was feeling and how his and his wife's actions caused me to feel unloved. Later that night, my mom got a call from my dad out of the blue. He screamed at her, saying that this was all her fault and that she was behind this. My mom just sat on the other end of the phone, absolutely astonished that he would say such a thing. It was embarrassing that my father would go to such lengths to blame others for his own actions. My mother was filled with fear at this point, worrying about whether or not he would try to take custody, even though he was the one actively hurting me. The first thing she did was call a lawyer to make sure that I would be safe with her. After these events unfolded, I decided to distance myself from my father completely for about three years. The shock factor did not wear off, though. I still cannot believe that after I explained and explained, he still did not fully understand why I felt like I was the last choice when I was around him. I spent those three years learning who I was, my family grew bigger, and I was finally getting over how much he had affected me growing up. I was no longer a child and I was ready to talk to him again. Deciding to talk to him again wasn't a decision that I made lately. I made sure to explain to him that I would have a relationship with him on my terms and that I was not ready to have a relationship with my quote-unquote stepmother. He has been very respectful of these wishes and we have a simple agreement now that I will reach out to him when I please, but I will not come to see him. Today, it has been five years since I sent the letter and two since I reached out to him again. Things are going well, all things considered. I talk to him when I want to. He knows about my life. This story was something that had impacted me forever and still influences the decisions that I make today. It is a story about feeling that piece of childhood is leaving. It made such an impact on me, not only because of the pain I went through, but the courage I gained and the voice I found. Sometimes we have to set boundaries with our parents. They are not fun to do, but they help us grow, even though sometimes we have to let go of pieces of our childhood. Sometimes bittersweet maturity is not a bad thing. It helps us grow into the person we need to be. Have you ever had to let go of your childhood in exchange for bittersweet maturity?